sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Back here on The Big Show on this Thursday, KTGR and KTGR.com. Brendan, Andy, and producer Chris here with you. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we will do some over-unders for Chiefs Patriots. The big bounce-back opportunity for Kansas City this weekend. Can they get it done? Hopefully so. But throw us your over-unders at 573-875-KTGR. And while you're texting in, add in some fantasy football questions. Because at 525, we'll do Play Fate Eliminate for the first week of the fantasy football playoffs. 875-KTGR, the number to call or text. But first, it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the Top 5 at 5 on the big show. Number 1. If you want to trade away for curtain number one, you can have curtain one. Again, for the second straight year, I wonder whether Eli Drinkwitz was allowed to write out his schedule himself and the order in which the games are played. I think Mizzou's 2024 schedule lines up perfectly. Four straight home games. Again, you open up conference play with Vanderbilt. You get bye weeks before a road game against Texas A&M and a home game against Oklahoma. And you have a setup, maybe, if things go really well, to be 7-0 and going into a big road matchup in Tuscaloosa against the Alabama Crimson Tide on October 26th. I think it lines up really well for Mizzou. We knew who the opponents were going to be, and it was already looking like a pretty favorable schedule. But it looks even better with the way these games are ordered. I'm excited already for 2024. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. Isaiah Pacheco once again out of practice with a shoulder injury. Second straight day this week. And the fifth straight practice that he has missed overall for the Chiefs. Didn't play last week against the Bills, of course. Donovan Smith also missing uh, practice at left tackle today. So the Chiefs might have to find uh, their plans once again for... uh, uh, for those two positions, whether it be Clyde Edwards-Alaire or Juan Morris, uh, as they played against the Bills, they'll take on the Patriots in Foxborough at noon. And we'll see if those guys uh, who replaced the two hurt players last week have to be called upon again. Number three. First game for the Blues tonight since they fired their head coach, Craig Berube, late Tuesday night. They've lost four consecutive games. They play the Ottawa Senators at Enterprise Center tonight. And, man, I, I hope things are different. I hope the mindset's different, but I'm not so sure because Jordan Kyrou's response to, well, Craig uh, Ruby's not my coach anymore. I don't want to comment about it. If that kind of attitude keeps on permeating into the rest of the season, I don't think things are going to change. There has to be some accountability. There has to be some leadership. Somebody has to step up and just be a leader on this team. Will the coaching change actually make that happen? We'll just have to see. Number four. four. Oh, I shanked it. Why were the Bucks and Pacers fighting over a game ball? I mean, I get it. Uh, Giannis wanted to keep the ball because he scored 64 points, set a record, and wants to have that memory. The Pacers were claiming that Oscar Shibway had his first points as, as an NBA player. He scored in the in-season tournament. Apparently didn't count, but they wanted to keep it for that. Why are we fighting over the ball? It seems like we have to step in and be parents between two kids just fighting over a ball here. Number five. What is the foul? Say to the face. Cody Schrader's a consensus All-American. We all knew that, and he certainly proved it. That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here on the show to uh, give us your thoughts on the Chiefs and the Patriots. 
So we do over-unders here uh, for, for this game. Again, Isaiah Pacheco out of practice. Um, I'm wondering if there needs to be like an IR stint or something like that. If this continues, yeah. like this is just like if you're going to keep him on the roster and and just wait for him to be practicing. If it's going to take this long, and why not? I'm sure they're considering it, but he's it doesn't look like he's going to play this weekend either with the way things are trending. No, be would be very surprising just given the the state of it all. And so, yeah, I mean, IR's four weeks. Is it retroactive? I don't think it is. It's I don't not think like, so. It's not like in baseball where a guy can have his IL stood be retroactive to the last time he played. So you'd be missing basically the rest of the regular season. Yeah, so This would be the week to do it if you were going to, but yeah. I don't think you can, honestly. Um, I know those roster spots are important, but at the same time, you you do lose enough from Pacheco to Clyde. Like for a week or two, I think it's fine, Andy, but if you have a chance to get Pacheco back one week earlier, and hopefully it doesn't make any difference in this matchup. Like we talked about, the Patriots are so good against the run. I don't think you're going to be able to establish it anyway. This game's probably going to be on your offense, but if you score a couple touchdowns through the air, you probably beat the Patriots. So I, I'm i not totally concerned about it for this week, but if you can get him back next week or the week after, rather than having to wait, I think that's my preference. But it is kind of getting to be decision time. It's it, One way or the other, you got to basically decide that this week. Yeah, and we'll we'll see if that happens there or if they have to make that decision on Donovan Smith, who again has mispracticed the exact same amount of time as as Isaiah Pacheco has. And you need some you need some depth at uh left tackle. So uh I'll I'll be interested to see how they treat that too. But okay, for this game here, I don't know what the actual over under total is. I don't think we have to weigh in on that, but I'll bet it's somewhere in maybe the thirties. Um, it's probably pretty low. I'll, yeah, I'll try to hunt it down something here. Something like that. But um, over or under three and a half total touchdowns between these two teams. Over under three and a half touchdowns. Man. Combined. Um, I'll take the over. Really? I think, this, I think the Chiefs can score three times, and okay. the Patriots will probably get a fluky touchdown at some point. Like, I think the Chiefs do well in this game. But 28 points via touchdown, throwing a field goal or two or three, something in that range I could see for this contest. Yeah. I think that the passing game has to get going for Kansas City. And I think, I know it's a, you know, it's a tough defense, but I think they'll find a way. So Mahomes is able to, to carry that number over. I'm going to say over. And it wasn't really Mahomes playing poorly the last no, it wasn't. week. So I, I'd say that, yeah, especially when you, Want to stay away from that run defense a little bit. You don't have Pacheco, and the Patriots good at stopping the run. Lean on Mahomes. He probably has a big day. Well, how about that? I don't know what his number is uh, for the um, for for the old passing yardage, but I'm gonna say it's somewhere in the high 200s. Okay, I got guess. the total for you. The, the game total is 37. So okay, yeah, that's about I think where we thought it would be. Which is a, is a good place to set your touchdown marker as well for passing yards on Mahomes, two fifty four and a half is unnamed sportsbook. I'm going over. I'm going over on that. I think so too, I, because I think the Chiefs are just going to have to accept. Now maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they try to with a backup running back against the third best run defense in the NFL. Maybe they decide this is the week to force the issue on the ground. I personally don't believe that'll be the case. So I I think. But what happens though, Andy, if like we've seen all year, you get disappointing performance, disappointing results from the wide receiver group. 
is is it going to be enough for Mahomes to have a great game if his the people he's throwing the football to aren't on the same page as him? Could that tamper well, with his ability to get there? Here's what I'll say about that. It might not matter because the Kelsey factor is always there. Rasheed right. Rice has looked better. They'll go to him more. They've been going to him more the last few weeks or so. And what we don't think Clyde's a net positive running the football, but pass catching, he has been good. And so yeah. I, I think he'll eat up maybe a chunk or two, uh, it, one or two guys, maybe you hit a deep one to Watson. Like that. I think there's a way to get Mahomes up and over that number pretty easily. So I'll, I'll still say over, even if there's a drop or two by, I don't know, Canarius Tony, Sky Moore, the, take your pick. But, I mean, it's, I, I'm not worried too much about that. Yeah, I think it, and I think the the factor of having Rasheed Rice be a more consistently utilized player now is going to maybe make a difference there. I wonder if there will be any fallout though from Kadarius Tony, and the, it's just one mistake that was made. Honestly, made an athletic play to score the touchdown, showed off his speed. Right. But what do you think about Kadarius Tony and his usage this week? His his snap percentage has hovered between the 20s to sometimes he jumps up to 40. He actually played a decent bit in that game, 44% of the snaps offensively. I'm going to set the over-under, Andy, on snap share of Kadarius Tony at 25%. You think it'll be over or under oh, that? It, I think it is over um, because not only <laughs> – maybe this is a good way to make sure it doesn't line up offside. They've used him as a running back, too. Like, they've lined him up next to Mahomes, and they've given him yeah. straight-up carries up the middle, and they'll find ways to use him. They'll put him in motion. They'll, they are not, again, they they were not directing their energy toward Kadarius Tony. it would seem. They were directing it toward the officials. That obviously was not the right thing. They were, right. The officials were right. But I don't think their opinion of Kadarius Tony changed much the last week or so. Like they Not either, on the coaching like, staff, though, either? No, I think, well, look, everybody has to make mistakes. They can still accept the fact that, look, even after the offensive offside, they still had three plays to try and get a first down near midfield. And, and like, you can completely forget about the offensive offside. You just make they a play. If somebody else <laughs> makes a play. So it's not just Kadarius Tony. Like, it's everybody. And I'm sure, oh, sure. that they were... They were making they had the that wrong the wrong mentality. Right, yeah. They had the wrong Just, mentality exactly, if they were still thinking exactly. about that three plays later. So I think skill wise, they don't have any they don't have any different mindset on what they want to do with Kadarius Tony, I think, because he had the tendency of lining up offside. And I'll bet your ass that he's not going to be <laughs> lining up offside that much I can't in this game. Wait but... <laughs> to see where he lines up if he's not in motion. Oh yeah, That's I'm be so ready part. to see that. But I, I'll say over for that. He'll still be used. Uh, I don't know if it's 44, percent but it's somewhere in between what you said, 25 and 44. Uh, in all honesty, I hope for the Chiefs' sake, that that number is lower because they have the game in hand and they don't have to use Tony as much. But we'll And see. you bring up a good point about his usage as a, in, in the backfield. I think that's why his snap share jumped, because Pacheco was out of the last game. Yeah. that's that, that 44% is, if not the highest number of the season, it's up there for him. So I think if there's no Pacheco, which we project, then yeah, 25 is probably too low of a number. But Hopefully they don't just put him on the line of scrimmage where he can make that mistake. But if he does, do you think he does like a comically big like check with the ref and like a big thumbs up wave to the TV camera like I'm checking, <laughs> jumping I'm up checking. and down. <laughs> hey, official, can you Am see me? Am I good here? Am I, think I he's good? Gonna, I think 
he could go eel on it. Are we good? And give us one of those. That'd two thumbs up. Give me two thumbs up to make to make sure I'm good. Oh, man. Let's go to old Jay here. Over-unders for Chiefs-Patriots. Give them to us, 875-KTGR. Old Jay, what you got? Okay. So, I would have called yesterday, but I was so angry that I was afraid I was going to drop expletives. So, ah. um, first we're going to do KC under overs, and then we're going to go into a little bit of a rant. But, um, let's say, you know, I'm actually going to go over under half a touchdown for Tony. Okay. Anytime touchdown. Three and a half drops by Kansas City wide receivers. Okay. Not nice. <laughs> Rude. And okay. we're going to say one and a half takeaways by the Kansas City defense. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, appreciate so, it. Yeah. Here's, now, why in the world does Doug Armstrong still have a job? Yeah, I don't know. Because he said it yesterday during his press conference. The team is not better than when he took it over in 2008. I'm like, you've had the job 15 years. You built it. You won it. They won a cup in spite of you. You've destroyed the core. You paid this idiot Cairo, who I'm sorry, when he got the $8 million contract, when I saw the headline, I'm like, they are going to regret that. And I think they already are. Army needs to go. I've been saying this over under four and a half years. How long have I been saying this? I'm sorry, <laughs> over. Hit the over <laughs> big time. <laughs> yeah, the over is hitting. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the call, Jay, here on the big show. Okay, the ones that he said, I don't think Kadarius Tony scores. I think he has a solid game. Drops, he put three and a half. I'm saying under. like Probably under. <laughs> yeah, um, and then over on the takeaways. I don't think uh, the Chiefs defense has something to prove here. SDP. Yeah, and and we know that the opposing quarterback situation is not great. Like, Bailey Zappi had a good game last time out. Yeah. What are the odds? He does it twice in a row. I'm going to say, I'm glad he brought up the hockey situation, because I'm going to say over on Kadarius Tony touchdowns for the same reason I say over on Jordan Kyrou goals tonight. You know Ooh. exactly what's going to happen. I want the Kyrou Tony parlay where they both score in their next game. Wow. That I don't know what kind of odds you could get on that. <laughs> I don't know either. That's my. It's the redemption parlay. It's the Brendan the, parlay. The, the Missouri the team's redemption parlay. Redemption parlay. I'm oh, taking man. both those guys. Put it together. That's my my unofficial recommendation. So yeah, Tony probably scores because they probably draw one up to make him feel nice. You know. Oh boy. Near the goal line. Why not? Yeah, sure. Goal line carry for Canarius Tony. That'd be something. Want to get odds on that. 875-KTGR. Call or text us. Kevin here on the KTGR hotline now. Kevin, what you got? Hey, what's up, guys? I, I really can't give you the over-under, but with the Patriots, it's going to be simple. Their defense is good. I mean, Bill Belichick now, the GM Bill Belichick, we, we all know about. Uh, but <laughs> defensively, he's going he's gonna to have a good game plan. The game plan is going to be simple. Stop the run double, triple team Travis Kelsey and make these receivers beat us. So now offense, they're a mess, so we don't have to worry about it. But that's what he's going to – and that's what they're going to do. Their defense is solid. Um, But the question I really had for you guys was, and I I think he can come back and play, but particularly with these receivers and all these drops, to me, I don't feel like you really have anything else to lose. 
how quickly do you bring Justin Ross back out there and get him going and get him playing again? So yeah. I'll hang up and listen to you guys. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate the call, Kevin, here on the Big Show KTGR. It is interesting. He is a back practice. from suspension. Back yeah, from he's suspension. at practice. He's able to play. Yeah. I put him in. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I think they've given a lot more snaps to Richie James uh, recently. No need, to, no need to do that. I mean, he's been, like, he's, he's been looking okay. Like, I, okay. I, he's proven more than Justin Ross has to me. But I don't. Um, and again, Justin Ross Richie has got James to wow have. you for the situation that he's put himself in. So eh, I, I, think, I don't think so. They don't care about that off the field stuff. It's the NFL. They're not worried about that. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's why he was in all of his games. <clears throat> And not suspended. No, he was sus- he was suspended, but it, he wasn't suspended by the Chiefs, was he? I thought it was the league that. Suspended. It was the league. They put him on the exempt list, and I guess the the league gave him a six game suspension, which I suppose was was retroactive. Maybe they said that he was already serving. I think it in so. Way, so. I think they might have. Richie James has two catches this month. He has three all season. He's been playing a lot of snaps, though. We're talking about. But he, snaps. You said he like proved he's... something. No, 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 no. You said what has he proven to you that he can run around? I, good punt returner. He's got. No, no, the, that's different than. We're talking stats. about a low bar here, though. Like that's what we're saying. Um, I, there's a, there's still played. a pecking. Sure, he hasn't, and that's kind of why he has to wow me a little bit. No, um, you, you got to put him on the field for him to wow you. Though. Okay, but, Richie James will not wow you. There's look, nothing. I'm not saying versus be, Richie James. Nobody on this offense is wowing I, me. It, let's say versus a guy like Sky Moore. I mean, I'm but fine James with limiting. Snaps. That's. Well, hold on, though. That's relevant. If Richie James is getting snaps, that's who you... And they're not going to stop giving Richie James snaps for Justin Ross, I don't think, I, unless I, unless things really change in practice that you have to give Justin Ross a shot. But I I don't know about that. Because Richie James, with his three catches all year, has proven something? I don't think so. Play Justin Ross. Why not? How many catches does he, Justin Ross have all year? Like, he's uh, been suspended for six games, but okay, I bet it's more than three. They also weren't Maybe playing him all that much anyway, so I don't I, know, I, I don't understand. But and that was when Richie James to, was hurt. Like He actually, had a Richie chance James, to break in, and he didn't. They both have three catches, but Justin Ross has only played in three games. Richie well, James and Richie James also missed time because year. of it. Okay, yeah, that's he, was he did injured. have an injury. Yeah, so. He did. But, but like, why defend the production? I'm talking about offensively. You can continue to play Richie James as your return man if he's if you like him in that role, but sure. offensively he's not he's not proven anything. There's no there's no upside there. So yeah, throw Justin Ross in there right into Richie James's snaps would be my right. And take from Sky Moore too. I'm he doesn't need to I'd play. Rather take from Sky Moore. That's what I'm saying. Take from like, both. Fifty percent snap share for Justin Ross. Those guys play no snaps. <laughs> That's what I would not uh, not quite that extreme. Yeah. But I'm serious. You don't need to you don't need to be prioritizing Sky Moore snaps. Or Richie James snaps at this point on offense. That's my take, anyway. Well, it's not prioritizing those snaps. It's going through what you see out there in practice and what those guys are doing and okay. and then determining what gives you the best chance to, to go out and win. We What we are saying about Justin Ross is like the hope, big time, of like him hope. We hope that he turns into this big, solid player for the Chiefs. Have we seen it? We saw it in no, preseason. But- but Has it, it, how could it get worse than what Richie James is giving you? Well, it can't no. get worse than what Sky Moore is giving you. Like, there's no, there's nowhere to go but up. And the guy's got three catches, and you know he's probably played twelve snaps all he's year. Play a so lot yeah, more. I, well, he's, there's a lot more experience I would say there. He, I mean, I don't care about experience when it's bad experience. Sure it is. This wide receiver core gotta, is bad. We want to change anything you've gotta we can go, about. Here's the thing: you've got to win four games for sure. Like the rest of the season, like there's pressure That's on fair. the Chiefs to, to yeah. win. Down the stretch, you've got an easy schedule. 
And and sure, you can say that as, well, let's try some folks. No, like you have to put people out there that give you the best chance to win. And uh, look, I, I get it. Justin Ross might give you a good chance to win. If they determine in practice that Justin Ross can be a net positive on the field, great. Give him a chance. I'm saying that if he doesn't get a whole lot of snaps that we shouldn't be you know, sounding the alarm bells big time. Like I disagree, but over under, what's a fair number for his number of snaps offensively? Uh, Justin Ross, I'll put it at. Let me put it because I want I want to get your because we we seem to kind of disagree on this. I'll put it at six and a half offensive snaps. Do you think he gets that or or fewer? That might oh be like ten percent, ten to twelve percent. Yeah, something like that. I'm not going to hammer I, the I over mean, because I believe that they know they've got a void. Do we know for sure well, that he's, he's like healthy and ready? That's fair. If he's, like, is he, I think he's healthy. If he's not active, then obviously it's going to be under. Right, and if he might be active, a healthy scratch too. So like, I possible. I don't know. I'd say, say he's not. I'll say over under, under zero point five. You think he plays? Well, he might Does play. He get, like if he if he's active, then I think they'll throw him out. No, there predi- at least once. I'm saying predicted if he if they're going to activate him. Okay, you think he'll play? Active sure. roster. Sure, he'll play. I think so too. All right, you have to. Well, we'll see how much they try to use him. But um but again, I, I think the it's more incumbent on some of the guys we've seen all year just making the plays. And but they're um, not making the plays. What wide receiver like, core are we talking like, about? Yeah, I mean that's but that's what has to happen in order for the Chiefs to actually get where they're going. So I'm just, just putting that well, out. Well it's been real, everybody. What? We tried our best. Yeah. I understand. It's not a great place to be with this receiver core. But uh, I think you're just assuming, Brendan, that Justin Ross is the answer, and I, I'm saying pump the brakes. No, I'm assuming, I'm assuming that, we know, who, Look at where he's that we know who is not the On answer. On his journey to... <laughs> well, I don't think we... I, I know that Sky Moore is not the answer. Richie Agreed. James is not a, a stellar by any means. Um, he's got three catches. Like, what are we doing? No, he's no. I'm not trying to be the Richie James like <laughs> you, you supporter all of a sudden. That, I think no, I'm not. Watch him I'm, catch a touchdown now. Exactly. Like he's he's been playing, so it's hard to it's hard to unseat a guy who has been playing when you're the guy who just got suspended. You're the rookie who got suspended six games. You're trying to break back in. That's what I'm saying. It's hard to do. Just I'm just saying. It's, if the, the coaching staff doesn't the allow it, then they don't allow it. Okay. But they're not very smart, if that's the case. <laughs> Richie well, James take, is take it the up with them, I suppose. Eight seven five. I am. I'm on the radio taking it up with them. Right. They're the ones that make the decision. Well, we'll see. Um, give us your over unders for Chase Patriots at eight seven five KTGR. You can call or text us and uh, give us your fantasy football questions too, because it's a big weekend for that. Also, if you're uh, in the playoffs and you need help deciding between some players, Brendan will try and help you out. And be ready for not only the Thursday game tonight, but the Saturday games coming up. We'll talk uh, some fantasy football next on The Big Show. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Chiefs playing the Patriots on Sunday at noon. Give us your over-unders for the game at 875-KTGR. Andy Brendan and producer Chris all here. Hey, texting in Nicholas uh, for an over-under here. Over under three and a half mentions of Taylor Swift, Brad, the broadcasters, whenever Kelsey He's still makes doing a this play. Bit. Who's is doing she, the game? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, do we know that she's going to be there, first of all? Like, is, is Let it go, man. Foxborough? The Chiefs are eight and five. Let it go. No, I think it's just a question about, like, even if she's not there, her name tends to come up. I know. Just <laughs> oh, in general. Just, just let this plot thread go. 
I yeah. well, they're we still together, right? Here. So I know. Let them have you're their thing. Interest. Let, let them right. have their thing over that. Yeah. Okay. You know that happens let when your team people. is you know eight and five and keeps yeah. dropping passes like they're pot yeah. pockets. Kelsey hasn't dropped very many passes. <laughs> he's dropped. He's dropped some. He has a few. I I, I understand. I'm trying to find who's doing. I'm over the game, it. Good but, for them. Uh, but we'll I, we'll find. I'll that. take the under though. I think they. That's kind of the general attitude. Is like, it'll be like tongue in cheek said once or twice, but probably not. Over three and a half. Over, yeah, three and a half is still a hard number to get to. You'd have to really be trying uh, to uh, to get to that number throughout the course of an NFL game when everything's happening there. So, yeah, I would also. But if it's a blowout, under. what if it's a blowout, you know, and they got nothing else to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going under because it might just depend. Um, Looks like Joe Davis and Daryl John. The game's on Fox? Weird. It would be. Is that American an AMC yeah. game on Fox? It must be. Yeah. I don't know. It must be. They have been doing that. They have been doing that at times this year. Uh, and That's it's strange. A, yeah. So um, yeah, Joe Davis. Does and, Fox uh, have programming at three o'clock that we don't know about? Let me check my TV guide. <laughs> this is news oh to somebody. I don't oh know. Boy. Didn't know we had to. Dive Maybe they don't want to run counter to whatever. Channel, you know, CBS. They is have doing been doing that this year. There have been some some all AFC matchups placed on Fox, but I just don't know how they determine it. It's, it's yeah. Why is that? I get too well, it feels it weird. It's too far into the weeds. I don't like um, that. Does feel weird, that, but it is weird. Uh, but again, uh, we'll we'll see if Do- Joe Davis wants to dip his toe into the uh, into the table. He'll say it once. He'll say Maybe it once. once. Yeah, as long as she's there. Eight seven five KTGR. She. I don't think she'll be there. Us. I think he'll say it once either way. All right. Isn't she on tour still? Well, she was there last week. Oh, was she? Yeah. Shows what I know. I thought I thought she was at least. I saw photos. As long as that was a current photo and not one from much earlier. Huh. Okay. Are you sure she was there? I, I did not know that. All right. Well. Uh, yeah, she was there. Keep keep uh, giving your over unders uh, at eight seven five KTGR and text in your fantasy football questions too because it's time to play fade. Or eliminate. So again, playoffs obviously are most likely underway in your leagues, but not only do you have the Thursday game to worry about, but you got three Saturday games too to be ready like for. That? Do you um, like that kind of change after I mean, college no, football? I, they've done it for a while now, so I kind of no, get no, used just, to it. But I'm fine. Do you with like it. it or not? No, no, it's it's good. Around this time of year, you don't have college football. Well, you have college football, but it's bowl games. It's the early bowl schedule. Right. You know, sometimes you'll tune in. Yeah, it's largely who cares. <laughs> Give me NFL. Unless you're unless you're betting on it. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, but either way, you got to be ready for the Saturday games if you want to uh, have your fantasy football lineups ready. So call or text us with your fantasy football questions at 875-KTGR. Let's start with Vince, who texted in. In a PPR league, he has Jaden Reed and Nico Collins, who are both questionable. Does he Ooh. start... Jacoby Myers tonight in case one of them no. doesn't play. He also has Tyler Lockett and C.D. Lamb, who I assume oh. he's already starting. Yeah, he's so, probably playing those guys. But he probably so has to decide about... between yeah. the three others that he mentioned. Jaden Reed practiced today. I see some video from Ryan Wood that covers the Packers for USA Today. I feel like he has been getting so many handoffs, Andy. Like, he's scoring rushing touchdowns for yeah. Green Bay. And they're playing the Bucks, which is the worst secondary in the NFL. So I'm playing, I'm I'm holding out for Jaden Reed because 
It's Thursday. He got back to at least a limited. He looked like he was moving good in the video. I'm going to say play Jaden Reed. I'm going to I'm going to fade Jacoby Myers with Aiden O'Connell tonight. Like some games, Aiden O'Connell goes to Jacoby Myers 11 million times. Other games, it's more of a Devontae Adams. And in this environment, the Chargers just won a game by the score of six to nothing recently. I don't want to have anything to do with a Justin Herbertless Chargers game. I understand that Myers is on the other side, but like you want almost an opposing quarterback that's going to force you to keep throwing all game if you're the Raiders. Raiders are missing their running back. Josh Jacobs is out tonight as well. I kind of like the backup. Like just fire up the backup running back if you're really in a, a pinch. Uh, what's I don't even remember. Zamir White is the the Raider backup running back. But I'm not trying to play any Raiders pass catchers. I like Jaden Reed. That's, that'd be my play. All right. Well, that maybe brings us to Craig's question at 875-KTGR. PPR League, Zamir White or Jalen Warren? Ooh, juicy. That is juicy. The Chargers' run defense has not been very good. I think it's bottom 10 in terms of rushing yards allowed per game. Going to find it here real quick and get to the exact figure. Thought I was. There we go. Well, actually, they're kind of middle of the pack. Recently, they haven't been playing as well. Maybe I heard the stat wrong. That's tough because Jalen Warren is getting more and more of that snap share, but what if it's a Najee Harris game for Pittsburgh? Who do the Steelers play this week? Do you know offhand? Steelers. Colts. Have the Colts. Decent matchup. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Do you want to have somebody on Thursday Night Football when the over-under is really low? It kind of feels like the choice is Jalen Warren here. If you're in a real pinch and you don't have a Jalen Warren level option, I'd play Zamir White. But otherwise, you could end up in the playoffs mad at yourself all day Friday, mad at yourself all day Saturday, mad at yourself all day Sunday because of something that happened on Thursday. I might just in a I game might just that yeah in a Warren. lazy game. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Is it in L.A.? I think it's. It, I, no, I think it's a Vegas. home game for the Raiders. I believe. Yeah, you're right. I yeah, uh, that's kind of where I would lean. I would go Jalen Warren too. Unless you're just feeling lucky, you know, because it, it can go the other way. You have a surprise starter on Thursday, and he goes nuclear. Did yeah. Craig say this was PPR? He did. That, I yeah, think that, it is PPR league. Man. I don't think Zamir White is a bad play. Love him for DraftKings, but I'm going to lean Jalen Warren by right. a nose. By play a nose. fade, eliminate. Give us your fantasy football questions, 875-KTGR. Kelly texting in. Two-quarterback league. Jake Browning, Joe Flacco, Derek Carr. Jake Browning's your guy, right, this week? He is my guy, yeah. I've got him in at least one of my playoff leagues, yep. I think I do as well. I was going to put him in there, and then I saw I was on by, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, man, Jake Browning has looked pretty good. Does it scare you? Like, what do you think of the Vikings at this point as a pass defense? Because that's the matchup. It's at home, but the Vikings played that three to nothing final score last week. So, are they maybe playing well defensively? No, I still. Uh, I mean, look, weighing the other options though could be something else. So, Joe Flacco, Derek Carr are your other options there to consider. I think you sit. I think you sit Derek Carr. Is that crazy? You eliminate Derek Carr? Yeah, I'd say so. I, that's not, it's not crazy to me. The Saints are, I, I think they play at home, though. Let me find the Saints matchup, unless you've got it. They play the Giants at home. You know, the Giants, they're playing well defensively right now. 
And sometimes you get – does Taysom Hill play? That's the other part of it. If Taysom Hill plays, yeah. I definitely don't want to play Derek Carr because the whole thing is you're hoping for a touchdown or multiple touchdowns from your quarterback. You might not get them from Derek Carr if they run the ball in with Taysom Hill. So that's a way to lose out. So I think that is who I eliminate. I don't fear Joe Flacco against the Bears. I don't fear Jake Browning. Those are the two guys I would play. And if you're talking about your super flex and you've got, like, a, a star, maybe he's got four quarterbacks, I would rank it and say my top option would be Browning, second would be Flacco, and then I'm, I'm eliminating Carr for the, the Taysom Hill factor if he plays. All right, 875-KTGR. Call or text us with your fantasy football questions. David's got his. He's got two of them. Wait a minute. David made the playoffs in one I of his leagues? I can't believe that. I can't. Well, it's the one where we, in the same league, Eight teams yeah. out of a ten-team league make the play. It's the dumbest thing in the world. I still don't um, like your cousin. I've never met. I'm him. the one seed in that in that uh, bracket, oh, and I should go. have a bye this week. It's so dumb. Oh, that's right. Um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, here he's got a wide receiver question. In the event that Nico Collins stays out, Zay Jones, Josh Reynolds, Deontay Johnson. That's kind of gross, Deontay. Though I think. Even yeah. with Trubisky, I feel like that's you, you play somebody who you play somebody who you can trust in the talent of. Zay Jones could be interesting though. Who the Jaguars play this week? Jaguars are home against Baltimore. Nope, Jaguars are not as interesting anymore. <laughs> it's tougher. It's tougher defense. Zay Jones surprises you though sometimes, but it could be really a tough watch if you decide to go with Zay Jones. Don't watch that game. Um, but Deontay, man, he's got to be one of the most involved guys in that Pittsburgh offense. So I'll play Deontay. I'll fade Zay Jones. Who's the third guy? Josh Reynolds remember. was the other one. Yeah, I'm not that's, even... that's getting too cute. I'll yeah. eliminate him. That's getting too cute. All right. His other question was, also, if you're bored and in need of more questions, well, we've had quite a few. <laughs> I'll let Brendan oh, redeem David. himself. Play two David. between Dak, Lamar, and Purdy this week. Got all three, then congrats to you, man. Yeah. Dak, Lamar, and Purdy. He also said that I was wrong. He missed the 18 playoff. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's pretty bad. That is bad. That's pretty bad. That's yeah. crazy. Even Chris is clowning you for that one. Oh, he didn't have a very I'm good I'm in a 12-team. It's understandable. It's yeah. tougher in those leagues, in real, actual leagues. Yeah. Dak, so here's the thing. Dak has to go on the road to the Bills. Lamar has to go on the road to the Jaguars. I know the 49ers play the Cardinals, and that's also a road game. you got to play Purdy, don't you? Isn't that the safe pick? I With all guess. The, like it what, is, but, I suppose it's the best matchup of dang. the three. But nah, play wow. Dak. Play Dak. He's got to get my Dak? MVP card oh, home. Wow. What would you do, Lamar? Would you play Lamar? That's Sunday night football. The it's thing is, I do have to make it. I do have to make a choice between Purdy and Lamar this week. So I, you know what, the Cardinals might, the, the Cardinals might put San Francisco on for one of those. You didn't see it coming. Have to squeak it out sort of games. Purdy, you should be, if you want safe, no. Here's the thing: if you want to be completely safe with it, Brock Purdy is safe. The only way you yeah. get burned by Brock Purdy is if McCaffrey runs in all the touchdowns, though, which could probably, that's a possibility, right? How many touchdowns are the Ravens scoring that don't involve Lamar? How many touchdowns are the Cowboys scoring that don't involve Dak? I think yeah. your upside is higher with those two options. 
So for you, Andy, I, I'm going to say eliminate Purdy. That's what I'm actually going to wow. do. Because we're in the playoffs right now, and we're shooting for the ceiling. Whoa. And the Jaguars' defense is, has had some rough games. Isn't that who Jake Browning lit up the other night? That's true, yeah. I'm going to go. I want to play Dak so bad. I'm going to say Lamar has a better floor because of his rushing. And if for whatever reason the Cowboys get stymied a little bit, you don't you don't miss out. So I'm going to go Lamar because he's going to give you the rushing floor. Yeah. It's on Sunday night, which it adds to the fun factor of getting sure. to, to watch a game at night. Yeah. Um, and that Jaguars defense hasn't looked great. Lamar is my play. Dak is my fade. But don't fade him. I'm. Uh, he got you this far, right? I'm going to eliminate Brock Purdy from consideration on that question. That's tough. That's you're in a, incredibly tough. You're in, you must be in a four-team league. I don't know what. I don't know what happened there. Eight seven five KTGR. Call or text us. All right, let's get to Austin here. Texting in. Play fade eliminate for a flex spot. DeAndre Swift, Chuba Hubbard, oh. Zay, Zay Flowers. This is so gross. Ah oh, man. Zay Flowers is is the Sunday night game against the Jags on the road. Yeah. If we're liking Lamar, we like Zay. Zay for PPR. Is it, you say PPR? It's a good Ooh, floor. Yeah. Zay Flowers is going to get you. It was great. I, I had all his props last week, and he caught that big touchdown. It was so fun. He's going to be always liking wide receivers more in PPR. Chuba Hubbard, though, has been scoring touchdowns, plays the Falcons this week. They're at home. That's a decent option. Who was the first running back that you gave me from Austin? DeAndre Swift. What do you think about DeAndre Swift? Because we're talking about the Eagles offense right at now. At Seattle. That, oh, it's a weird, I got a weird feeling. They have lost big two weeks in a row, and he's not really their pass-catching no. running back. They bring in Gainwell on third downs. I, I'm eliminating DeAndre Swift if I've got these other options. Touchdown dependent. Two touchdown dependent, two game script dependent. Now, they should bounce back, right? Seattle, they should beat Seattle this week. I think I, this is really I, I, hard. For yeah, me. it's. I guess it depends on how, how you feel about the Seattle defense, which I don't feel all that great about it. But I mean, I I, I am playing DeAndre Swift in the league. I think it's almost okay. by necessity. Yeah, but, that's fine. You probably yeah. drafted him to play him. But like Chuba Hubbard, if your life is on the line, in yeah, football, you playing Chuba Hubbard. I don't Honestly, out of that group, I'm maybe playing Zay Flowers. To be honest with yeah. you, yeah, yeah. In PPR, I think I would. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna eliminate Chuba Hubbard because I don't have the stomach to lose with Chuba Hubbard. I have the stomach to lose with DeAndre Swift in a game script that they're supposed to win that game. He is my fade, though. I will play Zay Flowers because I'm starting to buy into Lamar having just a a monster game on Sunday night. All right, 875-KTGR. You can keep texting in your questions, by the way, for Play Fade Eliminate. We might get a chance to get some more of those up next. I'll at least text you back. Yeah, at the very least, we'll do that. If you text them in. Yeah, if we don't get to them on the air, we'll we'll text it. Brendan will text you back with his thoughts. All our listeners are in the fantasy playoffs, so I mean, that's what yeah, this tells me. That's some uh, quite a few questions today, so that's good news. I must not be as bad as I thought it was. There you go. <laughs> Live Local Sports Center up next. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Well, if you still have fantasy football questions, you can text them to us at 875-KTGR. We'll get to them for extended play fade eliminate. Brendan will at least text it back, uh, as he's done a couple of times, I see. Um, but, uh, but we'll keep giving you fantasy football advice throughout the rest of the show until Thursday night tonight. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, one of the questions was Russell Wilson or Gardner Minshew. Do you have a take on that, Andy? I think I said I'd lean Russ due to the possibility of upside. Even on the road, they play at the Lions, do the Broncos, but the Lions defense, not good. as much as I like I my Lions. Not good recently, yeah. Not good. So, And who do the, I, I said, who I the Colts have? The Steelers? It's the Steelers, but it's at home for the Colts. And the Steelers? Defensively, it, a little bit different on the road, I suppose. The, the pass rush is still scary enough that I'm like, he could dud. Like, Gardner Minshew could dud in that game. I don't think he will, but he could. Russell Wilson, if, like, if the Lions offensively are great, then Russ is going to have to throw a lot. So it's almost good for you. I think the I think only way Russ. that I lean Minshew, in a sense, would be if it if the game gets weird. Like he's been yeah. really good in weird games this year. <laughs> it's the shootout the, that we don't expect. That, like, we expect twenty four twenty one final scores a lot of time. It's not like thirty two to twenty nine or yeah. stuff like that. That's the way the Colts have been winning games this year, and and Minshew's been playing well in those, but not against the Steelers team. The Steelers can't score. Um, so I don't expect ugly to game get potential. yeah ugly game. The the defense will probably make sure they do enough to give their offense a chance every once in a while. So I don't like uh, Minshew's chances all that much in that matchup. So yeah, I'd, I'd say you're right, Russell Wilson probably the the better play, but I don't like it. I mean, if I guess if that's your best option, you roll and uh, you see what happens. But I lost Herbert in a league where I was like, I'm like, okay, do I I have I have Browning on my team. Is Russ out there? No. And then I realized they have a bye, so I'm just going to completely ignore the problem until next week. Oh. <laughs> like, these are ugly. Joe Flacco is out there. Like, it's just some I mean, ugly options. Is Flacco that ugly of an option? Like, no, I, dude, I picked him up just to uh, stash yeah. him away, but I, I'll worry about it next week. Okay. Well, again, it's a very interesting time. Playoffs starting, and um, good luck to all. Who uh, who texted us at eight seven five K T G R looking for help? Did uh did you see the text from producer Chris where he sent us a explicit plaque that his league mates gave him because Whoa. he's so bad at fantasy football? We can't read everything on the text because no, uh, that some of it's explicit. Not but they, they basically said you're a loser and it, it that is that hanging in your in your bathroom at home? What's uh-huh. going on here? Sitting right on my toilet. So I can remember. <laughs> this is a, that's my motivation what? every day to try to be better at fantasy football, and it doesn't work. Maybe I need I to try something like, else. That is a, that is a professional idea. plaque, too. By the way, it's yes, like it someone done. went to the plaque store and you know got this made. Plaquestore.com, as it were. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, the, <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. That that is, uh, I guess, hanging proudly in wherever it is. It looks you like do. your bathroom, but yes. Yeah. Work. That's that's how it is. Last season, do you this have season. A, do, are there any traveling trophies that you uh, you have right now, Brendan, as a as a champion of a league or anything like that? I mean, our league, our uh, old fraternity league, has a plaque that we we engrave. Oh, that's right. a new yeah, name we on do. It. You wouldn't yeah. know anything about that. I would well, not. Would I? I've, I would not, I've not because I have not won either. it. But I have won a <laughs> but, league where there is a traveling trophy. And I got to have my name on it. So that's kind of fun. And I like that uh, our buddy Tanner decided to put that together. And now we just you know just. We got to pay whatever twelve bucks it is to add a new little placard to it every year, and yeah. so that's that'll be kind of cool. I'm, I'm going to get it eventually. I don't know if it's going to be this year. Uh, no thanks to uh, that, that Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs will not be starting now. QB three apparently yeah. on the depth chart for the yeah, Vikings. He's he's the emergency quarterback. I got to drop him. I <laughs> yeah. think I just got to drop him from that team oh, unless boy. he's going to be like my mascot. I don't know. But have you ever done a league that has like a last place punishment? Because I've not, but I would. I kind of like the idea of it. 
Here's the thing. I heard a really good um, punishment idea, and I think it was from Chris Carlin on Carlin versus Joe. You can hear it here, uh, eleven to two on uh, on KTGR. the The punishment should be you have to go back and watch from start to finish every Saints game this year. No, <laughs> that's crazy. That's a whole, how that's terrible like would that be? The Panthers are right there. The, no, the, no, Saints uh, particularly. Uh, I that's just you can laugh a little bit at the Panthers' misery, but you there's nothing funny about watching Saints games. That's cruel. There's nothing and unusual, enjoyable man. about it. Yeah, like that is that's a perfect punishment, if you ask me. But no, I, I, I'm not I in any leagues like that. Um, what would be a good punishment for it? But, you know, have you had any good stories on that? Well, I, my favorite one that I have never, you know, had to do or been involved in a league that did it was the Waffle House one, where you got to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House, but for every waffle you consume during the stay, it knocks an hour off of your time. So if oh. you can eat a bunch of waffles, you can leave a lot earlier. But you go in and think, I mean, those waffles at Waffle House are not like tiny. They're decent size. Sure. And you go in and you, you probably rip off three or four, but then you're like, oh, man, I got to eat. Man, I got to keep. How many more? You Like, put it this way. You could eat a dozen waffles and still spend 12 hours in a waffle house. Wow. And I don't know if I could do 12 waffles. It, the stories yeah, I've I seen mean, of people who have done this, it is hysterical and humiliating. And so I think it's that's the one that I would implement what time if do I you had start to that? Do you start that at early in the morning? Like, do you? I don't know. When's the best time to start a Waffle House? You I sit would, in essentially. I would start it late at night on a day that I didn't. You know, I prepped my stomach, made sure that I was was hungry, but not my stomach wasn't shriveled up. You know, from yeah. the from starvation or anything like that. And I would I would get in there late at night. Because then you, it's probably not comfortable, but I would sleep. I would, you know, I would do it during some sleep hours. I would go 10, 11 p.m., eat some waffles, go to bed, wake up, have some more, and I'm, I'm home by lunchtime, baby. Gosh. We should I, do this next year. No, no. <laughs> Please don't, because I, I am afraid of losing that show. one. Wait a minute. No, no. Picks of the week? I just uh-huh. want to take the SAT. Yeah, no. Not the, as the last place person that picks of the week, I object. That's it for us. Thanks for joining us. We'll have our picks of the week tomorrow, so don't miss that. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.